This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. I have to give you guys a moment just to let the song. Shh. So- oh, Kona. Sorry. Okay. Can play I start? As- can I? Can I start the show now? Play this as long as you can. Okay. Well, this- we'll keep playing this. But mm-hmm. welcome to After Buzz TV, everybody. Thank you for watching. Here I am with the lovely Mike Mowgli, who's whispering the words to the song. I'm here to break down the Arrow after show, and of course, a very tragic episode. Hence the Titanic song. That we are playing right now. But anyway, introduce yourself, please. What's up, guys? How you doing? Really? Uh, My name's Mowgli. Okay, apparently I am just way too chipper for this after show. I should be slow and slow. Listen, guys, I got a confession to make. Slade Wilson is not our friend anymore. Yeah, well, you know, he hasn't been my friend for a very long time. I had my thoughts. I thought he would come around. Yeah, no. I'd you know, kill him myself if I saw him now. Let's 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 talk. Let's rewind. Sorry. Let's let's start from the beginning of the show. It's not right. Really the best let's way start with to, Roy yeah. because we start off with him on the table. Yeah, you're right. Quiet as can be. He's sleeping like a little baby. Oh, God, I gotta like come a little up. baby. All right. Okay. And disappears out of nowhere. Right. right. Okay. Roy to me 
we know he's on the Mirakuru, but it's like a whole nother level of Mirakuru, right? Because not only is he strong, but he's strong and he's lost his mind right away. Right. You know, I feel like Slade slowly loses his mind. And even though he's losing his mind, he still has some sort of sense of what's going on, right? Right. That's how he's able to mastermind all these tricky plans. But Roy's just like gone yeah. off the deep end. Absolutely. So what do you think about, like, would you save Roy in this predicament, in this whole show situation? I, I said it from the beginning. I was always in love with her and that she was beautiful. Wait, her? I'm, I'm s- talking about Roy. Where you are you right now in Let this show? Let it go. What? Go, what? All right, guys. I'm getting in the game right now. We'll talk about it when the time's right. This is a very disappointing episode for me. I'm sorry. It's hard for me to really be in the right zone right now. Okay. It's, you know, it's just a tough day. I'll let you mourn your loss. No, it's cool. But you know what? I'm going to be honest. Let's just get to that when we get to that. I'm okay. going to, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lock it up and I'm going to isolate it and okay. I'm going to just focus on the issue at hand right now. Okay. And, uh, the issue's Roy. Roy okay. is disappointing right now. Very, very disappointing. Very, yeah. very. I, oh, I, God. I, you know, here's the thing. Well, the very, very beginning scene, right? He goes rampaging through the club. And I'm thinking, here comes Diggle with this gun. Out of my way. Da, 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 da. I don't know why the first thought I thought was, I don't know what I would do if I was in a club and someone came running through with a gun. Yeah. You don't know he's got good intentions and he's that one of the good guys. Yep, absolutely. So I was really shocked that he was so quick to pull his gun out and just flash it around. Yeah. You know? Um. Anyway. But... He's also now watching Thea throughout this whole entire episode, unbeknownst to her as to why, right? right? Did it bother you at all that Diggle's following her around? No, not at all. I liked where Diggle's head's at. This entire episode, Diggle had to deal with a lot of different problems that probably would have stressed anybody out. And he suffered the most, I think, out of anyone in this episode as far as getting physically beat up by Roy. You know what I mean? He got hit in the face with like... One of those that, poles, yeah, right? Yeah, those things are heavy. Yeah. I mean, the only two things that seemed unrealistic with... Uh, the only two things that would seem a little unrealistic with Roy's strength right now, because I think uh, talking about Roy is a huge part of this yeah. episode. Yeah, let's just talk about yeah, him. Yeah, and uh, I think that, one, when he hit Sin in the face, it really didn't work for me. Her black eye, he yeah. could literally... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. He could throw a car over, you know what I mean? So how is he only giving her a black eye? Well, you know, I mean, I don't know. And see, that's that's the thing too, right? Mm -hmm. There's this level of us thinking that he has no conscience because he's just terrorizing everybody without any disregard. But when it comes to her, he just punches her in the eye, whereas everybody else, he's breaking arms and knees and everything else. So I don't know if somewhere in the back of his brain, when somebody he cares about is talking to him and trying to talk sense in him, he can hold back a little bit, but not all Uh, the way. It doesn't really make sense if that's the case because then i mean he choked i mean he he literally uh choked uh my not my sorry he literally choked thea. Uh, thea queen and to me that's um it but shows a lack of control that uh shouldn't have any boundaries like with diggle i'm surprised he didn't break his whole face when he hit him with that thing okay but how did how did diggle only uh, have a little band-aid on his head right. when he straight got knocked out like he should have a concussion at this point right it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. I was so surprised. I didn't even think it was Diggle when he hit him. I was like, was yeah. that? I was like, oh, my God. Because it was just <laughs> so hard. It should have been yeah. over. 
Uh, but at the same time, I guess, like, he did say, and Roy did say, like, kill me, like, asking yeah. him to shoot him. But at that point, so, after he was injured, it's like he was out of his trance, because I feel like he was a zombie for the most part. Yeah, it's really weird to see how the effects of the mirror crew... All right, number one, I would never take mirror crew. I know in, like, an earlier episode, I said I would take the mirror, and I totally, <laughs> absolutely take don't it back want now. it. I would never take it. They have definitely shown the effects in a way that seem much more traumatic than what we originally thought. Right. We thought it was a wonder drug that makes you insanely powerful and then gives you slight hallucinations. Oh, and, slight. It gives yeah. you some big time hallucinations. Right. Well, I mean, based on what we see with like someone like Slade, we don't right. know that those hallucina- hallucinations are going to be the same. Uh, we think that's like the extent of it, right? Right. But it's obviously gone a well, lot further than that. I was going to say, at one point, we also saw that there was a hallucination with Roy, right? Because mm-hmm. he, he was seeing Thea say, kill me. It's my fault. And, right. you know, I sh- it was a cry for help and this and that and whatever. Right. And honestly, when I first watched that scene, I thought it was really happening up until she disappeared into thin air. And I'm like, yeah. oh, god okay now he's coming for the no i definitely knew that it was something in his in his mind because it didn't make sense that she would just be standing there like in the middle of nowhere yeah but what is kind of crazy is that uh we don't know if this is just the effects of the mira or also i guess it's really important to take into consideration he was in a laboratory supplying his blood to a bunch of other people right i mean he's got to have uh he's got to be anemic in some way right, or another that's the thing is you would think yeah. because he's distributing so much of his blood that he would be the weakest of all the soldiers right. so if that's weak Holy cow. Or he's in even in like a state of like hypoxia, you know, like yeah. lacking the ability to have enough oxygen to operate properly. So basically he's just like. Because we all knew what hypoxia meant, yeah. right? Hypoxia. Hypoxia. <laughs> but the reason being is just simply that he's not getting enough oxygen. He's almost in like a, a trance state, like almost like a mummy, you know? Yeah. Did you hear about that little kid that got uh, caught in landing gear of a plane? No. And he flew to Hawaii in it. <gasps> and what? he put himself into like a lower state of being like he was, he just lived through it because he was able to be at altitudes of like over 50,000 feet and he was able to stay alive because he just his body put him into a state of like trance and slept what yeah he's definitely gonna have some significant brain damage but in roy's case with the amount of blood he's being with the amount of blood the machines he's looked up to and we both know that uh we all know that uh with uh the mira that you have to have a what is it you have to have um you have to have like a what is it? you know you have to have like a secondary agent to 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 administer it mm-hmm. so like when you're putting all those other chemicals into the equation with him then you're you're going to find yourself in a bad spot you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you could easily see that all of this is not necessarily roy's fault maybe it's also the effect of the different chemicals that are in him. right god damn it i put everyone to sleep again with this did you did you catch <laughs> did you catch when sin was talking to sarah about roy and she said because sin knows a little bit about what's going on right she right. was present and i forgot about this but she was present when back in the day the first time he was oh no he was only injected once sorry but yeah. the first time he was injected with the mirakuru in general um she came to Sarah and said, you know, he had this drug. It's been affecting him. And it's like he has comic book strength. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear that. I thought that was that interesting was, that they put that little reference yeah, in Yeah, that was kind of cool, right? Yeah. Comic book strength, like superhero strength. Like, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. It, it's believable, too, that she said it like that. Yeah. In fact, I found Sin to be a very believable character this episode with her appreciation and love for Roy and her yeah. appreciation and love for the Canary. Um, but I, I definitely felt as if... Um, I don't know. I just felt like she should have suffered and been injured more greatly by, by that Why? punch. Why? Oh. that wasn't a light punch. That well, wasn't a light punch. It wasn't a punch, though. It was an open-handed, like, backhanded. Oh, was it? it was I open-handed? think he just whacked her out of the way. Oh, uh, okay. 
I don't think. Slap. Yeah, I don't think he closed fist hit her in the face. Well, I didn't good see to that. Know, then. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. That's he's really, a he's a gentleman. Yeah, gentleman <laughs> accepts it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally he, kidding. He, he pimp slaps. Totally, totally kidding. <laughs> but you know what I can appreciate about Sin is even though he's going through all this stuff, she knows that that's not the Roy that she she knows. It's not her friend, so she's willing to sit there and protect him, even though. He's being something he's not, right? And right. at one point, not to jump ahead, but just to say, you know, she was willing to stand between a gun and mm-hmm. him when right. Sarah wanted to shoot him. And it's like the dagger to the heart is when she had said to Sarah, right. you, you know, Sarah's like, oh, that's so brave that you did that. And she's like, well, you're not a killer. I knew you weren't going to do anything. Right. Yeah. Right after Sarah finished freaking breaking up with Oliver because yeah. she felt like I am a killer. Right. Yeah. No, I totally think that. It shows how innocent Sin is and how little she knows about what's going on. Of course. And although she thinks she's so well informed, she really. But I mean, she she's looked up to Sarah. If you really going back through the history, Sarah's the one who took care of her after her father passed away. You know, we found that out in one of the island scenes in the past. She came right. home and took care of this guy's daughter and was a big sister to her. So, of course, when you look up to somebody, you're never going to think the worst of them. Right. Yeah. That you makes know? sense. Yeah, definitely. What did you think about, uh, Moira going, getting ahead of Alderman in, in the election? Did you think that made sense that she was like the popular vote right now? um yeah you know i feel like she's just been more present and it could be just the way that arrow has has displayed it but i feel right. like she has just been more present and that's why people oh my god i don't we're know. talking about her in the present tense oh don't yeah, ruin sorry, it. we're right. not there yet don't we're not worry. there yet but you this know one of the one of the constant themes because at first yeah. we had a flashback and it wasn't an island flashback it right. was a Oliver and family flashback. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. But the constant theme that they really wanted to push tonight was the fact that Moira, even though she's done bad things, she is so down for her family. She might have a twisted way of doing it, but she is down for her family. Yeah. yeah, You know, and, and, and going into that flashback when, when Oliver talks about the fact that he had gotten somebody pregnant. Right. Honestly, I thought it was Sarah. At first. Did you really? Yeah. I no. don't know why. Why would you think that? Because he was with Sarah and... No, he was with Laurel. Oh, sorry. He was with Laurel. Yeah. yeah sorry. So Sarah he... could have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I when it was some too. other girl, and as soon as Moira invited the girl over, I'm like, watch. She's she was gonna... really pretty, though. Oh, yeah. She looked fantastic. Yeah. She looked really pretty. But I was going to say, I knew she was going to offer that girl money. To the extent I didn't know, but I knew yeah. she was going to either threaten her or she was going to offer money. And and she presented it so well, too. You know, my investigators have uh, done a background check on you. And the girl's like, yeah, okay, so yeah, well, I don't want your money. Here's a question. You guys can tweet at us or you can do comments on YouTube. Would you, for $2 million, leave and go back? Um, to your city. You know, yeah. it's funny. I'm sorry. Somebody just tweeted about that comic book strong, what I thought about oh, it. Nice. I don't know. I thought it was a cool reference, to be honest oh, wow. with you. There's a lot of tweets coming. Um, but, you know, and I'm, you guys are going to hate me, but $2 million, if you're thinking about it from the stance of what you can now provide your child that you may not be able to provide without that $2 million, what would you do? Mm-hmm. Because your kid, if you are a non-selfish mother, you can now put your kid in private school. You can afford the most amazing college education. They can have a wonderful life and travel and see the world or whatever. Is it worth it to you? You know, you know I it's mean, tough to say. It's really tough to say. I honestly felt like... Uh, Seeing everything that Oliver has gone through and what it's like to be a part of that family, if I had known that, I definitely would say that she made the better choice, obviously, leaving Mm -hmm. and taking the money. But at the same time, it just shows that Oliver's mom since the beginning, uh, before any of this stuff was involved, before like this machine and destroying Mm -hmm. the city, 
she has always had these underhanded, sneaky ways of mm-hmm. doing things mm-hmm. that has literally had ramifications that have gone all the way up to even to the point where she's at now. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just ridiculous. You know, and I don't necessarily agree with the approach that she handles yeah. these situations. However, I will say, you know, in her defense, it's always for the greater good or what she feels is the greater good for her children. Right. And if, if, if that means paying some girl off so that she doesn't make your son look bad and have to, you know, break up his relationship with Laurel and right. this, that, and whatever, because he's doing things he shouldn't, then mm-hmm. so be it. I'm going to do what I have to do. But on a positive note, we know that this kid obviously is born. He yeah. He obviously has been born. Yeah. And I guess if Oliver was on the island for four years or five years, pardon me, the kid would have to be somewhere around like, what, six or seven? Yeah, and you know, it's funny because somebody had tweeted, mm-hmm. uh, she, she, was a she, I'm so sorry, I lost your tweet, but I know you tweeted that you were thinking that Roy was Oliver's son, and one of the things I did think was, mm, Roy's a little bit too old, I think, to be Oliver's son, and and I think that six or no. seven gauge is about right, because it's right before he disappears on the island, no more than I'd say about seven years old. Now, this leaves a window of opportunity for this child, obviously, to come back. So, I don't know. That is definitely a possibility. We could talk about that in predictions. Yeah, I mean, it's worth it. And uh, I'll also say that I think that um, a valid point to say here is that... uh Sorry, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm reading so many tweets right now. I'm we getting love lost. It. It's awesome. Thank I'm like you. fudge. I'm trying to like keep up with them and stuff like that. But uh, I think that a good point is that this could be Oliver's second arrow. Because the reality is the yeah. arrow can't be the same person for all of, all the time. So... Yeah. His son of his could be the kid era. It's possible. That's in the very far future. Maybe, maybe not. Um, you depending know, on how fast the seasons go. I, People I, are dying left and right right now. We might need the kid by the time he's 13. You know, one of the things she <laughs> says in the flashback, though, and it is relevant later on because obviously the flashbacks happen throughout the show. I just like to cover different sections all at once and just get it out of the way. So right. one of the things that she had says, is, Moira being right. she, sorry, is to, you know, to Oliver is, you're never without me, my beautiful baby boy. Or my beautiful boy, excuse me, don't want right. to misquote her. And I mean, that was obviously said for a reason and put in the place it was put in in the show. But again, it just shows to me how dedicated of a mother she is. And she was willing to drop out of that election just so she could spend more time with Thea. Right. And I love that Oliver interjected and said, you know, mom, she doesn't like you, not because you're not spending time with her, but because of all the terrible things that you've done. So why not? Right. You know, run this election, make the city better, show her that you care about somebody other than yourself and that you can make things great, then she'll come around. Right. So I love that he did that. You know, it was really good to see the amount of support, and obviously they wrote it this way on purpose, yeah. but the amount of support that Oliver and his sister was giving to uh, their mom, obviously, I'm so I'm so flustered, but the amount of support that Oliver yeah. and Thea was giving to their mom, Mother Queen, was uh, probably the biggest switch up in this episode other than Roy's uh, you know, tantrum, you yeah, know, and, yeah. uh, to see them be so supportive and try to back their mother up and see Thea get up on stage and talk on her behalf and for them to have an entire event at Verdant, it was like such an interesting, uh, eclectic mix of family coming together that it just heightened and really, I mean, yes, it was a culmination, but I didn't expect it to culminate yeah. to like that point, you know what yeah. I mean? But it really was, uh, it was really, it was really great to see their family be together one last time like that. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing. Even mm-hmm. though Thea was willing to go on stage and show face and what mm-hmm. have you, as soon as she got off stage, she was being a B-I-T-C-H. Like this whole episode, right. I kept thinking right. like, we know you're mad. You're the mm-hmm. angry teenager. We understand that. But she was just ruthless with her anger. Mm-hmm. Not that she doesn't have a right to be, but golly, geez. And it bit her in the end. 
Right. It, it bitter in the but, butt. Oh, yeah. I mean, we won't talk, we won't go there just yet, but it's just. I a, mean, you shouldn't be afraid to go there just because normally uh, it's kind of, it's not like any episode we're doing. We should wait and we should try to like let the big parts be the last part so that it, it ends well. But something this big, there's no way around it. You know right, what I mean? Right. That's like talking about like, I mean, even like, that's like, it's just so big. It's so yeah. big and the acting was so good. And the way that ended left us with the ability to even see as uh, SpongeBob was saying like that we could have had this as a season finale. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be hard to sleep tonight. Even yeah. listening to that song, I wasn't thinking about Rose and Jack. I was thinking about Moira Queen and her children. Right. You know, like it was just so sad. She started with us from season one. She started yeah. with us from the beginning. Yeah. She's been with us this whole time. She's been there through everything with us. Right. And she's such a pivotal and amazing artist and amazing actress to see her go like that is just so hard to it's like why wait you know? right well you Can know and agree? here's the thing here's the yeah. thing here's the thing about arrow and i yeah. think that you had said it to katie lots and she had brought up the pat right. the fact that even though you die on arrow you don't die right. because you can always come back right so i feel like they'll still use moira in a flashback or two mm-hmm. they yeah. have to oh of course and not to mention we don't even know what's going on or how far we haven't even seen moira give the other million dollars over and obviously that's her first grandson her right, granddaughter. We don't know. Yeah, do yeah. we? No. no, we don't know yet. Sorry to do that. Somebody did mention a grandson, though. So everyone's going to mention grandson. It just makes sense yeah. that you know Oliver would have made a boy versus a girl based on like what the storyline would have to be. But to be non-partial, it could be a female. Yeah. But the fact you know we know it's a boy though. Yeah. But I will say that based on what's happening right now in season two, season three is going to have to be. They're they're taking it such a point of low, and they're having so many different things going on right mm-hmm. now. This has redefined every single character. Yeah. It redefines who Diggle's going to be for the future. It yeah. redefines Sarah, who she's going to be for the future, who right. I thought was gone for sure. It's redefined who Thea's going to be for the future. It's redefined who Felicity will be for the future and Roy. Right. Roy killed two cops. Yeah. In cold blood. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, I think we found a really good rationale to him doing that where we can forgive him. I'm going to say my phone just died, so oh, tweet no. at him. I'll read your tweets later. But we did get a tweet. And you know what? Here's the thing. It mm-hmm. is a son. Right. His name is Connor Hawk. And mm-hmm. eventually okay. in the comic book, what happens is that the Green Arrow, when he passes away, right. his son Connor becomes the Arrow. So yeah. thank you so much. And I'm so sorry your your tweet died. Yeah. If you guys I can't want, give you credit. And if you guys want to tweet at me, honestly, I would love to have your tweet, uh, your Twitter, your following. I'd love to have your... your, your Whatever you're, I don't know what you say. I would love to have you following. So uh, again, you can find me at at M Mowgli, capital M, capital M, O W G A L I. It's two M's, O W G A L I. Uh, I'd love to read your tweets. I'm reading them right now. It's going great. But uh, getting back to the episode, I'm sorry. That's Where are okay. We going? That's okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were you want to start getting into the whole Moira situation? We right. were just leading up to it, basically just talking about how this theme was about how she is so down for her kids, mm-hmm. and then. This episode was so twisted. I didn't see right. it going this direction. We knew someone was going to die just because people were tweeting hashtag Did you think someone was going to die this soon or did you think it was going to be a finale? I didn't think they were going to die this soon. But again, like I said, somebody spoiled and tweeted at me. They didn't tell me who, but they told me that someone was passing. Right. So I went, oh, gosh. And but I did not think it was A, Moira. Right. B, I think Slade has really lost it at this point. Like right. To recreate mm-hmm. the same situation just to see Oliver squirm and right. for him to be like, you know, he just reenact like, is this what it looked like yeah. when, when you had to pick between Sarah and Shadow and choose and... You're psycho. Whoa. And what about, but I mean, we do realize that Tommy dying propelled Oliver into the second season of Arrow to have a a very, uh, a very definite agenda. And that we also saw that Laurel was propelled into season two into a drug addiction. Right. So where is it going to propel 
a broken arrow at the death of his mother. Where is this going to propel him to for in the last three episodes? I don't know. Great don't answer. Know. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. But you know, no, I just, I, I'm still stuck on the whole yeah. scene, to be honest with you. Um, I, yeah. the whole reveal, I don't know if you guys caught this or not, but while they're on the ground, okay, first of all, there's a car crash. And it was right when Moira was about to let out some secret. Because, you know, she said, there's something it's about probably, Merlin that yeah. I have to tell you. I thought for sure that it was Merlin right. who who crashed everything. So when we came back from the commercial break right. and they're lying on the ground and, and Slade is there, it caught me off guard. But one of the things that Moira did repeat and catch on to before she passed right. was, you were on the island with Oliver? Right. And I was like, oh. And, you know, yeah. and obviously Thea surviving this, that's got to be a question in the future for her. And you got to realize, uh, someone who just tried to destroy the entire city somehow is winning an election. So is it safe to say that Merlin is around? Remember what I told you? If you mess with his daughter, you're going to see him come oh, back. Oh, he, he's definitely got to come back after this. But is it enough? Is it Malcolm Merlin and the arrow enough? Well, no, not even no. that. Is Moira enough? Moira, is, that's, a, that's a red flag because he knows how powerful she is. Right. You know, so for something like that to happen to her, that's automatically like, okay, you are not that he's going into it like you're the mother of my child and I right. once loved you, but he's probably going to go into it like something, something's going down. Well, I guess what I'm saying is enough is, is it, is it enough if Malcolm Merlin comes back to possibly be the one that helps shift the tide of battle? Right now we're at battle. We're at yeah. war in the Arrow series. Oh, it's going to go season two, get worse. It's at war. Literally, you just killed my mother. You um, just put me in a position of absolute pain. Roy broke my leg. Roy's on the fritz. Um, Felicity should... I feel like just to... Felicity is the only one that went unscathed this episode. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, also, too, though, one thing I didn't see coming, the whole scene in general, right? He's got the gun, and I'm thinking he's going to reenact the right. entire situation and shoot Moira. Right. And, of course... I knew, again, because this whole episode was themed around her being sacrificing for her children. Mm -hmm. As soon as Oliver is given the choice, Moira gets up and she's like, shoot me. It's me. The only you and I, Mr. Wilson, know that the only way I will be satisfied when this is over is if I'm the one that dies. I wouldn't be, you know, she wouldn't be able to live with herself if her Mm -hmm. two kids, Mm -hmm. somebody, something happened to him. But the fact that he turned around and he had a sword and stabbed her, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy, but at the same time, I'll say that uh, from what Katie told us when she was here, nobody really dies in Arrow. I mean, it was really cool that instead of a bullet, it was a sword because at least it was only one stab. Or did he stab her twice? He stabbed her once, which led me to believe that maybe she could survive. But then when we saw the previews, yeah. there was a coffin there. So unless it's a fake, right? you know, for Slade's benefit, but yeah. a, sl- a fake funeral, mm-hmm. she's she's dead. And, yeah. and again, for Thea... How horrible. This whole time, you've been the biggest butthole to your mother. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I mean, I know Moira knows deep down that her daughter loves her. But to not be able to have that moment to say, Mom, I'm so sorry. I love you. I love you. Like, she didn't have that opportunity. Right, yeah. And that's something she's already emotionally been through so much. This is just going to drive her even more. I don't know. You know? Yeah, no, I definitely know what you're talking about. It's going to drive her towards a point of insanity. I mean, it's ridiculous. But at the same time... um. There's a lot of buzz going on right now, so I think it's important to say that with all the buzz going on as we move into season three, I think we're going to see a different turn of events with Thea. Remember, you've always talked about the fact that Oliver calls her speedy. Exactly. So, and see, now we know that you know the relationship between her as well as Oliver and the relationship between him and Roy at, is an all-time low. 
uh, the idea of him becoming the Red Arrow is going to be kind of difficult right now right. for him to take on. Right. Even if he's cured and the cure does work that Felicity creates for the Miracure, right. then you have to think that that needs, even if it's administered Roy at this point, he's still killed two cops. Yeah. He's done some really bad stuff. It's going to be really tough for him to deal with those issues. Right. And without the strength to aid him, I can't imagine him being in the right position to be able to help Team Arrow to be successful you know yeah well i'm so glad i'm gonna say i'm glad you brought roy up mm-hmm. because i don't think like we fully completed the thought as far as at the point where sarah was ready i want to talk about sarah because at the very right. beginning i know i just hopped mm-hmm. at the very no, beginning of the show you know she's in bed with oliver and everything's hunky-dory and smoochy smoochy and romantical yeah and one of the things he proposes that they, is that they get a place together yeah and she seemed like she was ready, but at the same time, are you are you asking me to move in with you? And I think that got her thinking. And then come the situation with Roy where she has a gun and she is ready. They even fought about it before. She is ready to kill Roy. He is right. not Roy anymore. Right. And she made reference to the island and saying this is the same thing that happened before. Right. I'm assuming when that same thing happened before, Oliver was obviously wrong. Mm-hmm. So she's pointing at the direction that you're wrong again. Let's just get rid of him. Right. And, of course, Oliver decides to take the better route and to trank him. And we get this whole speech about how, you know, I'm I'm always going to be a killer. She yeah. had said something like she stared in the eyes of the devil and for well, six years. Yeah. You know, she... God, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I mean, she was trained to kill. And, and that piece of her hasn't left her. And it never will. Yeah. Well, but that's also, to me, a choice. Yeah. Well, too important... Um tweets that I just got or things that I've been thinking as well. It's really hard for me sometimes, guys, because I'm trying to think, should I wait to say some things until we're getting into our our thoughts for the future and our predictions or Mm -hmm. if I should say them now? But I guess in a situation like this on this episode, it's better to say them now. Mm -hmm. But we did have Tracy uh, tweeted us and Tracy did say, uh, Tracy, what is it? Tracy Bui, B-U-I. I don't know how to pronounce that last name. I B U I I don't know. If you want to send it to us phonetically, I will say it correctly. (laughs) For now, we'll call you Tracy B. But Tracy B did say, isn't it confirmed via screen captures and Twitter and uh, writer tweets that Merlin and the League at least will be present? And here's what I really think. I think that what we saw is Sarah leaves and Sarah sees how dire the situation is. She sees Roy on the fritz. She sees this out of control. She sees them losing their... Oliver's lost his fortune. He's lost uh, his ability to control the situation. Mm-hmm. His mother's going after an election. Um, everybody, Diggle got hit in the face. Everybody's in a bad position right now. Everything's turned to dust. So how can she help save the situation? She goes back to the league and it recruits recruits their help. She can save and help Oliver have the team of people necessary to save his city as well as his own life. Right. And to her, she cares so much about Oliver that that seems like the direction she's going to go. At the same time, Malcolm Merlin is in the city as well, I believe. Right. I well, believe she did say she's, yeah. she said she was going to see a friend. When right. she left Sin and hugged her, she right. said, where are you going? I'm going to see a friend. Right. So Who's the friend? Nissa. Yeah, so, that, I mean, that's what I thought as right. well, too. But So if it is Nyssa and she does go that direction, and if Oliver's mom was about to tell him Malcolm Merlin is here and been helping me with the election, which Oliver doesn't even know Malcolm was there. He doesn't yeah. know that. The yeah. only one that knows that is us and her. Right. Because she told him she wants him to leave. Yeah. But at the same time, when her election, with, with her votes in the election are making her go so far up, there's only, it's the only thing that makes sense. You know what? Actually, because you're talking about the mm-hmm. election, at one point, obviously, she went, Moira went to Brother Blood to tell him she was dropping out, right. which I'm sure he was real ticked when he saw that TV, you know, party and she, she did not denounce herself. But anyway, so what I want to say is, mm-hmm. um, he had told Moira, you know, you're you're making the right decision and I'm going to make the city great and whatever. Well, obviously, yeah. Moira's gone, so you're the only candidate. What will you do to the city? What will, what you, do? will you do? Yeah. 
And uh, Dan Delby also tweeted at me, and uh, Dan was saying that notice that Central City is where the girl Ollie impregnated was going. Do you think the seven-year-old will initially be on Flash? And I think that we've heard from Kreisberg as well as the rest of the Berlanti team is that they're not going to do that. They know that Arrow is such a hit show and it's doing so well to mix the storylines of Central City uh, is going to uh, Central City with with uh, whatever with the Oliver City with with Starling, Starling City. City. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking so much right now. But Starling and Central City uh, coming together would be something that they would try to avoid. Mm -hmm. So the idea of having like a kid arrow in Central City and going through the Flashes pilot episode or even through the first season of the episode would be almost kind of like antagonistic to Mm -hmm. watching Arrow. Mm -hmm. So they kind of like are trying to avoid that. So I would hope that they don't do that as well. I think I can see their point where they're going. And I think we've already seen through... um, the era through era we've already seen that central city is going to be a place where superheroes of um more like epic powers superpowers can reside mm-hmm. so it's going to be a show that kind of builds off of that because you obviously have the flash right and you have like well the flash is still like a mutagenic but or, i mean like he's still like a mutant if you will mm-hmm. but i shouldn't have said that's x-man but he's still there but i don't know i guess what i'm trying to say is my main point is that we we know that there can be more of a superhero feeling to central city versus starling right. city right. which is important so the reason i brought up i know i'm going to backtrack a little bit but the reason i brought up sarah and her decision to go find her friend and also to break, break up with oliver which i didn't see coming you'd mentioned that you had thought that she was going to get killed off the show and that's how mm-hmm. they were going to part ways but right. really she she broke up with him so I know all of you know that I'm all about Olicity. I'll be I'll be real. I didn't see any romantic sparks this episode, but it does pave the way and make a little bit more room for Oliver to be the scorned lover that falls into her arms. I just unfortunately don't think it'll be anytime soon. No, not yeah. this season anyway. I think you're totally off base here. Berlanti has already said, as well as uh, Kreisberg has already made it clear that the relationship of love is deepest between Oliver and Laurel, and he's gonna make he made that quite clear. So. <sighs> I think it's time for us to get over that um, felicity, elicity. You know, but sometimes, sometimes writers do listen to the fans. Well, it's you know, because Felicity was only a one episode character, but they liked Emily so much. You stop! But they kept (laughs) her on. You know, she wasn't even supposed to be on season two, and here she is. Yeah, but here's the thing that you don't realize, but you do know. I mean, I know they're going to eventually follow the comic book, but. Gosh, doggy, you yeah. could give us a little bit of love, right? Well, he, they did. They gave you a dance. They gave you a, a pat on the back and maybe like, <laughs> you know, like, let's be realistic. Honestly, Oliver had a picture of Laurel that kept him alive and kept him strong when he was on the island. Which is weird because he was sleeping with Sarah. Right. And when he came back and he reunited with Sarah and they have the thing that they had currently. Right. It made it seem like they've had such a deep connection, especially everything that happened with them on well, the island, the that reason. what they have is mm-hmm. so much deeper than what him and Laurel had. Right. But how do you go back to Laurel and have this undying, you, you know, you epic love? Before Oliver can be ready to be in a serious relationship with anybody, he needs to be able to work out the demons that are inside of him. After True. five years of misery that he experienced on that island. The reality of the situation is he kept a picture of Laurel in his wallet. That when he came back, he made sure to take care of Laurel. He watched out for Laurel. He saved her on several occasions. And the stereotypical storyline um, would definitely play out to be that his love for Laurel would come back. Yeah. And I hate to say that, but obviously the writers have made it clear. The production studios made it clear. It's an Oliver and 
Oliver and um, Pish Posh. Yeah, It'll be in the future, the very, situation. very, very, very far future. So I think that wraps up for the most part what's happened this episode. We, like I said, tragic, huge episode. Right. But I do want to make sure that we get in some news and gossip. So why don't we go ahead and do that? Right, let's do it. After Buzz TV News. All right, so in the past, you know, last week I made it all about Roy Harper, Colton Haynes. So this week, Yale's not here. If you notice, both Yale and Kelly are missing. Uh, Kelly had to work. Yale is very ill. So if you get a chance, tweet at her. Wish her well. But this is for you, lady. I, I'm having it all dedicated to Manu Bennett. So while our nice. our engineer pulls up some pictures, I do have a little bit of news and gossip. So I'm going to read what I got. Oh, oh, I hate this guy. What? I mean, okay, I'll read the news later. Let's look at Menu real quick. I just thought this was a cool picture. This is him getting his grays, because we all know that he doesn't have any gray hairs just yet. Or at least not like that. You come on the show, I'll put you in a body bag. What? I'm sick of this. Oh, me? No, what? come what? on. Are you not? I'm trying to play into what happened in the episode. Okay, well, anyway, it's him getting his gray Jeez hairs painted Louise. in. Let's go into the next <laughs> picture. This one is for Yale. <laughs> if you are listening to the podcast, you can see this also on YouTube. But it is Manu Bennett in a waterfall, shirtless, staring off into the abyss Oliver, somewhere. Oliver's going to drown you in that waterfall. Yeah, uh, not before <laughs> Yale gets to him first, right? All right, so let's go to our next picture. This is cool. Okay, so we we know that he was in the most recent Hobbit, right? And his, I don't know how to say his character. I haven't seen this movie yet, so I don't know how to say his character's name correctly. I forget what it say is. It. I don't, I, I, honestly, I get here. Let me see it. I don't know. Um, but I, I digress. So yeah. anyway, the point is, I think it's really cool how they they do this because I knew he was this character, and I thought, okay, how 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 is that even possible? Is he just the voice? But you can see he's hooked up to this tech high tech machine, right? And it's got all these little lasers. I'm assuming that's what that is on his face. So every move he makes with his face, his mouth is captured and yeah. put into this character, and that's just. Really cool to me. So they're I just, thought they're just like like dots they put on. They put they're like sticky yeah. adhesive dots. They're not lasers. No, I thought it was lit no. up. And also they're on his arms and on her whole body. Yeah, it's yeah. like a pin. Yeah, point. It okay. Creates like You're a right. pin structure You're in right. his face. I have, okay, they used to be l- larger balls, For 3D, but apparently yeah. technology has made them a lot smaller. Well, they're the- trying to get they're trying to get his voice to match up with his like facial yes. features. Yes, that, that's so what cool is, to me though. That's what his face is gonna look yeah. like when they're done with him. Starling City. <laughs> I'm so done with this guy. All right, so let's <laughs> let's move on to. Okay, so <laughs> if only you had known before we watched this episode what? how much evil he was going to bring into the I show. I know, I know, freaking Manu, and it's not even his fault; it's the writers. So the reason I pulled this one up, it says Florida SuperCon 2014. If you are in Florida, you can see him July 3rd through the 6th at the Miami Beach Convention Center. Now. It's actually, um, Supercon is at different locations, so you can look up if you happen to be in one of the cities that it's going to be, but he has been scheduled to go to several different places, so if you're a Menu fan, please, by all means, go online, see if you can get yourself into Supercon. It'd be quite a great experience. Moving on. Ah, okay, so this I brought up because, as you can see, somebody circled Is- Isabel's name, and she was on the list, and I don't know if we had talked about this in past After Buzz mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. Or not, so that's why right. I wanted to ask you and see if it's something that we had brought up. Yeah, well, no, I don't know if we brought it up or not, and I don't think we have, but I definitely think we brought up the fact that uh, that Isabel is going to be a new super or whatever super villain. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah, she is. She is. We got a lot of tweets about that, that she's yeah, actually going to. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. It took me so long to mention. We have a video as well. And um, if we can have that pulled up, if you need a moment, I can always chatter away. Oh, no. Okay. So let me give you the little intro to what's going on. Can this we is save a- this to next week? No. Listen. So this is an interview. No, right? This is an you interview no with Manu Bennett. Basically, what he's saying before we hit play is that he was in Kuwait doing some training, and he had learned how to do a proper chokehold from one of the soldiers in Kuwait. Now he's talking about going into his audition when he first auditioned for Slade Wilson, and one of the things that he decides to do is use his chokehold. So let's take a look and listen. And so I grabbed this reader in Los Angeles in the casting studio by the neck. And I started squeezing and I went, you got 10 seconds to tell me something before I cut out your throat box. And his eyes rolled back and he fell unconscious on the floor. I got the roll, choking out the reader. Legit. Uh, <laughs> and then Stephen Amell interjects real quickly. I want to... I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And the guy, and the, and the guy, the, the casting director told the guy to go to the bathroom and wash his face. And I went, I'm sorry. He said, no, it was perfect. So and that's, you know, it's funny because that's, that's, that's the scene. I thought it was really funny because he, he literally put somebody unconscious and he booked the role and. You know, I, don't know, I just thought it was really right. funny. Anyway, okay, so my last bit of news that I wanted to say, if I have this correct. Okay, so it talks about uh, what's happening in the future, and this is a quote that I was reading offline from Andrew Kreisberg. So he says, Oliver and Slade's ultimate showdown will be a three-part affair starting April 30th on that episode, and the final hour will take place in a 24-style real-time with Roy more dangerous than ever and Laurel in the know about Oliver's secret. The Arrow's life is slowly crumbling around him in what executive producer Andrew Kreisberg calls some of the darkest stuff we've ever done. So some, some familiar faces will be returning for a final fight in Starling City, but what happens in the town is only half of it. There's a couple of massive surprises for the island as well. So just something to look forward to in the future for the next up and coming episodes because we are winding down, which is so sad. But I'm really excited that we at least have a season three to come back to. Right. So really quick. Also, I want to take a moment. I want to give a shout out to somebody because there's a very kind lady over at EcoSkin who gave me this wonderful dress. You guys know, if you've heard me talk about before, I'm super eco-conscious and I'm into the vegan thing. And this dress is really cool because it's actually made out of material that's made from wood and it uses less water than it takes to produce cotton. So if you guys are eco-friendly and you love fashionable stuff, please go online to ecoskin.com and you can get a fabulous dress or even more online. Now we can go into Wait a prediction. Second. Wait, what? What are you talking? Let me get my own thoughts out. Oh, here. sorry, I'm so greedy. Ridiculous. But I haven't gotten to predictions. You're giving me news? No, yeah, I got news. Oh, sorry, I'm such a, a hog with it's the right. with the the camera. I'm it's so right. sorry. I'm used to it. It's not a big deal. Well, step with it. Come on. <laughs> so I was gonna say. So I will tell you that um, a couple things that I've read online after I watched the episode, I went ahead and I started reading some things from a couple blogs that I look at, and it has been uh, said by Kreisberg that absolutely. That um, a lot of things happening right now are setting up for a season three. They're setting up for uh, 
Theo to be a little bit more powerful and a more stronger individual in season three. They're setting up for the idea that a relationship, or excuse me, for the arrow uh, for the last three episodes of this season, something really big is going to happen, something super unique. It's mm-hmm. going to be like they wanted to see how low they could take Arrow and see how low they could take Oliver. And they literally thought of everything they could do to ruin his life as much as possible. And this is what they came up with. So with that being said, I think it's really important for us to just say that season three is something to me to look at. And he also said that if you notice at the end of season one, they had people dying. And at the end of season two, they had people dying. And the idea is to try to move forward and have a totally have a totally revamped new perspective for season three that isn't similar to season okay. two. So no more dying? No, well, I think what he's trying to say is that the same way with season one was a very specific way, mm-hmm. uh, season two took a very different turn from that. And okay. I think they want to see season three take a turn in the sense where each season is very individualistic. So that way we don't have the monotony of continuous seasons that are the exact same right. thing. And especially with people dying, it allows you to open up that, that way of doing that. So that was a big thing for me. And if you guys want to see or read the... Uh, the interview that was done with them or the I should say the article that was done on it you can go to uh, insidetv.ew.com for entertainment news entertainment weekly news and it contains spoilers but other than that I mean I don't think you, you'll mind that much but it has quite a bit of information about what Kreisberg was saying about Oliver's baby um, killing Moira and uh, a lot of other information that you could find very helpful the car crash what's next for Roy uh, the financial problems for the queen. It literally goes through so many different aspects of what's going on. It talks about what Kreisberg, as well as uh, different people at Berlanti Productions, is talking about. And um, there's a couple articles in there that you can probably click that give you a little bit more information, too. So that's basically awesome. the only news and gossip that I had. Cool. Well, yeah. why don't we move on to some predictions? Let's do it. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so we saw what was happening in that little... They give us those little synopsises at the very end, those montages, and we saw an army full of death strokes. So, I mean, I knew there was... They they had to go somewhere, right? They didn't just disappear into nothingness. But I wasn't sure if they were able to get enough blood to become these super soldiers. Obviously, they do when they're going to run amok. So there's going to be a huge, catastrophic, like, full-on fight. I think that in my prediction. I I think Sarah will come back for that because she did go to see a friend. Now, she can bring the League of Assassins. Not that they are all for Oliver by any means, but I'm sure they're not all for Slade either. So if they could come back and have a huge, epic battle, that would be fantastic. But the other thing that I noticed as well, too, is that Oliver says to somebody, I am the arrow. Well, we know that Moira knows, which I'm sorry we didn't bring up earlier. I love the fact that she at least knew she has known. And she said to, to her son, I couldn't be more prouder of you. And I'm glad that Moira had the opportunity to know that before she left us. Now, the next person he tells, well, we know that Laurel already knows, so I'm going to predict that it's going to be Thea, because at this point, Thea is so upset because of all these secrets to protect her when they're actually hurting her. What do you have to lose? Just tell Thea. I don't know. What do you think is going to happen in this next episode? I think that in the next three episodes, we're going to see the League of Assassins take a very strong presence, which is terrible in a lot of aspects, because the League of Assassins are all about upsetting world order. Yeah. They're all about... They're all about upsetting world order and trying to uh, take everything back to ground zero so it can be it can rise all over again but once civilization becomes too corrupt. So adding that into the mix of having a, 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 a three-season finale where we have the League of Assassins getting involved means that, one, we lose Sarah to the League of Assassins. If she goes back there, they're not going to let her go twice. They're right. not just like her buddy-buddy who can she just be friends with and just go and ask for help. So the League of Assassins will come in. We will have Nissa Ghul making another appearance on the show. It's already will Ra's Ghul appear? Uh, I, mean, I mean, I don't know. But I will say we will have... Uh, 
Sarah um, possibly leaving and having to take, you know, uh, small snaps of coming in and out of different seasons. And we'll also have a situation on our hands where if she goes back to the league, she can't leave twice. And we've already had to confirm that Merlin will be coming in for, C- for episode 22. Yeah. So those things being confirmed, we know that Oliver does have help on the way mm-hmm. and that we do know that uh, Slade will suffer. And I ultimately think Slade will die at the end of the season. I can't imagine Oliver or anybody else giving him yeah. a break. I think it would be a temporary alliance. And right. at that point, the one thing about League of Assassins, they may be amazing fighters, but they are not super soldiers. So it's whoa, not whoa, like... Whoa, 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 whoa. The League of Assassins are basically the most... They're like the most powerful Correct, force. but they are still human. And this team of people that Deathstroke Some, has, they yeah. are superhuman, superhuman strong. But yeah. if there could be a big battle and the League of Assassins outwits them and can take them out, yeah. then Oliver might have a chance. Not to say it won't be challenging, well, but of, they're of, human. Yeah, but the League of Assassins is not just like a bunch of ninjas and stuff like that. There's like people in the League that are so... I mean, I think you're going to realize that there's people in the League, even even Razal Ghul himself, that are far superior to a super soldier. They have okay, their I'll own set. They have their own set of uh, qualities. And I don't want you know, to forget yeah, that. Yeah, I think I'm just thinking of the fact that, that, you know, not that Roy was bulletproof, but you know, you can shoot arrows at him and it right. doesn't matter. You can shoot arrows at Slade and he's like, meh, yeah. okay, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's just my thought. Anyway, that for me is my prediction for next right. episode. Are you good on predictions? Yeah, definitely. All that's right, it. so that looks like it wraps up our show for this mm-hmm. evening. So thank you so much for joining us again. We look forward to talking to you next week, but until then, you can keep the conversation going by following me at Kiss My Passport. You can also find me on AllieConaBradford.wix, which is wix.com backslash television host. And then you can follow Mike here. Yeah, my friends call me Mowgli. You can follow me at facebook.com slash m. Mowgli, M-M-O-W-G-A-L-I. And you can also follow, follow me at twitter.com slash mmowgli as well. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good night. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Uh, I, I'm buzz, not, buzz you later. later. I, the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.